Hi everyone, this is a quick mini-episode not related to Mansfield Park. As you know, in the pop culture sections for each season, there's always been a YouTube series for me to talk about, most of which ran in around the mid-2010s. But much more recently, in 2019, a series called Rational Creatures began, based on persuasion but with some gender switching. The first five episodes were released, and they were just about to start recording the rest when the pandemic hit and everything came to a halt. However, they've now been able to finish the story and more episodes are coming out. I had a chance to talk with some of the co-creators. Hi, uh, I'm Jessamine and I am one of the co-creators. All of us that are creators do a bit of everything, directing, writing, editing, etc. I'm Anya. Jessamine and I are both in the US. I'm Hazel. I'm in the UK. <laughs> How did you get together and prior to Rational Creatures, what had you done together? Well, we have one other co-creator also who's not here today, um, who's Ashlyn. We were all kind of in this community of people who were into web series inspired by literature. Um, if anyone's familiar with the Lizzie Bennett Diaries, that kind of launched quite a movement of mostly really independent people making shows. So we were all kind of fans of those and met through that. And what did you start with? All of us worked on various shows and then we all worked on Hazel's show that she created together. That was the first thing that we all worked on together, uh-huh. as well as a team of probably six or seven other writers, something like that. It was a pretty big group. Uh, that was called Away From It All. Mm-hmm. It's based on Far From Nothing Crowd, right. Thomas Hardy. It was kind of found footage style. You did that. Then did you do others or did you move straight into Rational Creatures? In between that or overlapping with that, some of us also were working on individual shows. And then because we were all chatting with each other about shows and different things, we had a group chat going and everyone kind of went, you know, no one has made one of Persuasion. And we were like, maybe let's see what happens if we, you know, just start chatting about what we are all thinking and see if we could be on the same page at all and work on something together. How did the topic of Persuasion come up? Yash and I had both been individually sketching out some ideas for what a persuasion show would look like and then we were like wait why don't we just combine it and do it together i mean we're all big austin readers i would say or austin fans for sure sure. yeah what made you choose rational creatures for the title it comes out of something mrs croft says but it's not necessarily one of the best known quotes from the book what made you pick on that as capturing what you wanted to do with the series i feel like it kind of stands out with the book still just because because it's from Mrs. Croft and she's like one of the few like really fulfilled married women in Austin, I think. She's, yeah. like, she's cool and you pay attention to her. And also it sounds a bit kind of proto-feminist because she's making sweeping statements about yeah. women and men. So yeah, that's why it kind of caught my eye. And then I think we ended up using it for the series, partly just because I think so many characters are trying to be sensible and that kind of gets in their way. It's mm-hmm. kind of more about learning, yeah. passionate and following your heart and all that and making more messy decisions. It's a way to have a more interesting life. We had a few others we played around with and felt like that was the best one. I think titling things, for me at least, has never been a strong suit. It always takes me forever to come up with titles. Yeah, I think we had Number You in there as well, but it was a bit too rom-commy, I think. It's interesting, both this and your Far From the Madding Crowd one, the title doesn't immediately shriek literary adaptation. Every other Jane Austen adaptation has something of the book title or some clear connection in it. I think you try and use persuasion, you end up with like a modern persuasion, which is the yeah. kind of yeah. yeah. Persuasion, just persuasion as a word doesn't work real well from like a SEO standpoint because it's yeah. also a word. Mm-hmm. Some books have a title that's easier to kind of 
spinoff yeah. of our characters but we were already changing some of our characters names too so we can't yeah. be like Anne Elliot's diary or something yeah I mean also maybe to our detriment I think we are attempting to be a little more like inspired by and like subtle rather than like this is persuasion beat for beat you know we don't want to yeah. like advertise the wrong thing the vast majority of other literary adaptations are done blog style, sometimes successfully, sometimes a little bit less so in terms of maintaining the fiction that it's a blog. You chose not to for Rational Creatures. What was the thinking behind that? Well, all of us had come from doing blog slash found footage style shows uh, before this. So I think all of us were getting a little bit tired of working that way and also wanted to challenge ourselves. And then we also did keep a nod to blog style by including the flashbacks to when Fred and Anna are Anne and Wentworth characters were young and leaving those as though they were blogging as teenagers. Obviously, one of your big things is to make it not all white. Did you go into this with specific plans about ethnicity or did it come out of the casting process? Ash isn't here, but she is the one who... She wanted to incorporate Latinx family as the main family. So that was like obviously very intentional. Mm-hmm. And that went out in the casting call that we were specifically looking for Latina actors for like Mari and Anna. And I think we had open casting for most of the other characters. I think we had in our head that the Musgrove was all going to be Asian when we were writing. But that's kind of something we solidified a bit later on. I know Ash, her parents are from Argentina originally, so I know that she put a lot of her experience as a first-generation daughter of immigrants as far as some cultural things with that. Like family expectations. Yeah, for sure. And as far as kind of where that intersects with gender roles, she would be a better person to speak to on that, obviously. Um, And we don't have her here today, so maybe we can follow up on that another time. Following on for that, gender roles and sexuality, again, did you sort of sit down and think, we are going to introduce diverse sexuality in this, which characters can we make gay, which characters can we make bi? Or again, was it more organic and you just had a general sense and as you were writing, it came out? A lot of it was early on. I know making Louisa into Lewis was a very early decision. That That might have led to Fred being bi. Yeah, I think it was kind of spiraled from there, which is, I think, how a lot of choices have been made probably in all the shows we've worked on. When you're working with these classic books, like I did one that was a Shakespeare play, it's fairly common to be like, can we add more women to this? Can we make some of these men into women? We actually went the opposite way with some of our characters here, but then that kind of ends up informing character sexuality depending on what gender they are one of our goals was to kind of push against stereotypes like challenge stereotypes with some of the decisions you know if louisa's like a giggling like desperate girl trying to get a man or whatever like okay what happens if you gender swap that yeah yeah there's no bi men in rom-coms and that seemed a tragedy yeah just thinking over austin adaptations series i've seen There's almost invariably a gay or lesbian or both character introduced, but it's typically not one of the main characters, Mm -hmm. which is why I thought it was a really interesting choice to have Fred as bi. I mean, Fred and Anna are both bi's. I was particularly interested in how you turned Marisol and Charlie into a loving couple and particularly Marisol into such an unselfish and loving person to her sister. You still brought in the health issue. And it was a genuine health issue, but she was so very different from the character in the book. 
I feel like that was another pretty early decision where someone went, it would be kind of interesting if we swapped Mary around to instead of being this kind of hypochondriac thing, what if we used it to put in some representation for someone who is dealing with a chronic illness? Yeah, I think we wanted to explore, like, what if she actually had a chronic illness or an invisible illness? You know, people are often like just written off because, you know, if you can't tell immediately by looking at someone, if they're chronically ill, what is that experience like? And like, what if that had been her experience and everyone was just making fun of her? So yeah, I guess we wanted to flip that on its head a bit. Yeah. And I think with all of our side characters, because of the amount of time we have telling a series and stuff, we did try to make them a little more layered and nuanced maybe with the exception of Anna's father, Guillermo, who's still a pretty comedic character. The tone of our show is pretty grounded, and I think it made more sense to make more of the characters fit with that. And with her and Charlie, I think, because we got rid of the Crofts, it was nice to have a couple who really got together and were like a good model for Anna in her life. Especially because we got rid of Lady Russell as well, so that's another confident gone. I was about to say that I think Marisol also took on some of Lady Russell's characteristics because we were simplifying the cast. Was it a difficult decision to get rid of Lady Russell? A lot of it was just trying to cut down the cast list because we knew that it would be really hard logistically to have as big of a cast as the book has. And for whatever reason, for these kind of web series, it tends to be harder to find actors who are outside of like their 20s. And And it also gave us the opportunity to like explore what if she was convincing herself. It's like Anna versus herself and Anna versus like her society and her family. Like Lady Russell is like an idea rather than a person. I think we're exploring that theme of being persuaded from a slightly different angle than the book. Another thing that I thought was different from the book, and I wondered on your thinking behind it, was introducing the character of Benick right from the start and having him obviously in love with Lewis and Lewis not noticing, which is, again, a completely different dynamic because we never actually see the Benick-Louisa relationship happening in the book. Honestly, that's mostly so that you care about them getting together at all, you know? (laughs) Yeah. No shade to Jane, but (laughs) yeah, we just wanted people to root for them and for it to not feel like a cop-out. Yeah, and I think, again, it was like, as we were fleshing characters out a little bit more, I think all of us both were like, Lewis and Ben, like both as individual characters, like really just loved them a lot from the beginning as we were developing them. And we're like, well, why would we like only put them in a little bit of the story? We want to see them more. I think it is probably just as satisfying, just in different ways than Fred and Anna. Your experience of doing five episodes and then presumably being sort of getting ready to do more and then COVID happened. Did you have difficulties in getting the cast back? Had people aged? Could you get the same sets back? What was not hard and changed because of COVID is probably the better question. Yeah, so we had kind of launched season one as sort of a pilot season because we'd had a hard time getting funding. January 2020, we were ready and we crowdfunded season two and we were successful and we were so excited and we were like pretty close to locking in filming dates for the spring and then COVID hit and everything was locked down. And by the time we were looking again at actually filming, it was probably early summer of 2021 when vaccines were becoming pretty uh, available in the States. Yeah, we had three people that had moved, which made things more complicated. And 
an actor that had joined um, the Screen Actors Guild, which was too complicated for a production our size to really be able to work with them, unfortunately. Things that ended up changing were not a whole lot because we were able to get the people who had moved to travel in or uh, we actually ended up doing a short shoot in Minnesota where Anya had moved to where we had all the actors travel in. The cast was pretty like excited to get back so we didn't have issues like rounding them up or anything like that. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, yeah, really yeah, the locations up. have changed and we have to roll with it because yeah, yeah, things we're, were just, not available. Hopefully everyone can suspend their disbelief a little bit on that. There is a new dog this season because we can get Christina's dog. I am <laughs> sad that we don't have Russell the dog, but now we have Lady the dog. Lady Russell is still represented in <laughs> <Yeah>. a way. <laughs> Russell the dog is fine. He just was too expensive and complicated to fly out to Chicago. Season one had five episodes and was basically a pilot. Is season two going to be longer? Will it finish the book or will it be a season three? It is 13 episodes. Plus we have some bonus extra of the flashback vlogs that were a crowdfunding perk. So those will be coming soon as well. Season two will finish the book. The plan is probably not to do a season three, but uh, if some of our cast have anything to do with it, there might be like a road trip sequel or something. Thank you so much for talking to me about it. And I'm really looking forward to seeing season two and finding out what happens to the characters. Not well. I know what happens, but find out how they get to <laughs> is going to happen. Yes, that's a nice thing about doing an existing work. I mean, you never know. We could really twist it at the end, but uh, <laughs> people have a pretty good idea where we're going. Thanks, Ariane. Yeah, thank you so much.